Did you know that you can live a life that's even better than the highest rank your company has to offer? My name is Emily Gibson. I'm a master network marketer and a certified life coach. There is more beyond the rank. And if you're willing to go with me, I can show you how. Let's go. Hey there, gang. How are you doing this week? I am doing quite well. I submitted my application last week to go become master certified through the Life Coach School. This is sort of like getting your PhD in life coaching. I got my original certification through the Life Coach School last year. I started class in July and went through a 90-day program, which I don't think they repeated, but it was perfect for me. It's like the universe lined it up exactly at the time that I needed it so that I could launch my coaching program right when the timing was right. And just as my life coaching certification was finishing up, I had an opportunity to join a year-long mastermind group by a mentor of mine that I had always dreamed of working with. And I remember at the time thinking, this is crazy. This feels crazy. It felt crazy getting my certification. It felt even crazier to jump right into a mastermind right after. And this is why... I'm really leaning into this feels sort of crazy applying for master coach certification again, right as my year long mastermind is ending. But at the same time, I feel like everything is lining up so perfectly. Now, of course, there's an application process. I might not get accepted to master coach certification training, but it's like the universe has lined it up so perfectly and I had to at least try. So stay tuned. I won't find out till the end of May if I'm accepted, but I am so excited about the idea of one day being able to be master coach certified through the life coach school, because it's just going to help me to personally develop myself to a whole new level so that I can be an even better coach for all of you. And that's what I'm most excited about. Also the personal development piece, obviously. Okay. So I wanted to talk to you this week about a little trick that helps me to get things done that I don't want to (laughs) do. Okay. So here's the thing. Sometimes I wake up and I look at my planner and I think, I don't want to do those things. But yet every single week from week to week, I always get all the things done on my planner. Now, if you did my free webinar on how to trust yourself, you learned how I taught myself to trust myself. And it's a really easy trick. You decide what you're going to do the night before, you write it down in your planner, and then you do it no matter what. Now, you're writing things down in your planner for tomorrow, and when you look at it, 
you have to be able to look at it. And with an 80% believable chance, you believe that you can get it done, right? So if you're someone that's really new to this and you're trying to build a foundation of trust with yourself, it's always, I always feel like it's better to start small than go like too far in and then not be able to follow through on what you want to do. Cause then that just defeats the purpose, right? So if you want to learn to trust yourself, the small way that I learned to trust myself over time was writing things down in my planner the night before and then getting them all done. And if I wasn't able to get them all done, maybe something happened with the kids or I had a business meeting that went longer than I expected or something took longer than I thought it was going to take. I always circle it and move it to the next day and then complete it then. Sometimes if there's something I'm really avoiding doing, (laughs) you'll see me circle it and move it, circle it and move it, circle it and move it, circle it and move it. And I typically don't allow myself to finish the week without just getting it done. Because if I've written it down, I've committed to myself that this is something that I want to do. And this is something that's important to me. Now, of course, on occasion, there's going to be a time or two where I circle it and move it to the following Monday, but I don't like to do that. (sighs) But sometimes I do. (laughs) The key, of course, is to have accountability with yourself and to value the relationship with yourself, integrity with yourself more than anything else, right? Because when we show up in this way for ourselves, we develop a relationship of trust with ourselves, And that allows us to step out in a version of a more confident self that we ultimately have within all of us, okay? So specifically talking about how I felt last week, it was Thursday and I opened my planner for the morning and I saw seven things that I had written down that I had decided I needed to do before the end of the day. And I only wanted to do two of them. Like that was it. I wanted to do my coaching call in my coaching community, and I wanted to do a Zoom meeting with my assistants. (laughs) That was it. The other stuff I didn't want to get done. I didn't want to record my podcast. I didn't want to write my emails. I didn't want to check on my new clients. I didn't want to change my my dentist appointment. I didn't want to write the survey for my coaching community to see who's coming to my VIP event. Because if you've been in my coaching community for six months or more, you get to come to a free event with me once a year here in Utah. It's going to be amazing. If you want to join, you can still come to that free event. You just need to join with the annual pass as an elite member. And you can actually go to my website right now. The doors are open so that you can just go in there and buy a year-long membership. You get one month for free when you do that. Anyway, you can just come to the free event if you buy that annual pass. But there were all these things that I needed to do, and I don't want to do any of them. And so if there's a behavior in your life that you're trying to change, I want to offer you a different approach to solving for it. Okay? So like... When I looked at my calendar, I thought to myself, 
I only want to do two of those things. And there's so many things I have to do today. And then instantly what I decided was we don't have to do any of those things. Nobody's going to die if we don't do our emails. They don't have to go out till next week. I don't have to send the survey at all. I don't even have to know who's coming to my event. Would it be nice? Yes, but I don't have to. I don't have to report record my podcast. I can do it over the weekend. I don't have to check in on my client. She's out of town anyway. I don't have to change my dentist appointment. It's not for another two weeks. And so I just allowed myself this space to say, we don't even have to do any of these things because when I was thinking I have to do all these things, that's what made me avoid doing all the things, right? And so there's this idea and notion that I'm a huge believer in is that a lot of times when we're avoiding something, right? Or we're trying to change a behavior. Like let's say you always write things down in your planner, but you never follow through with them, right? Most people are going to beat themselves up and tell themselves that they need to stop avoiding their planner or they, they're not good planners or they should get better at, at falling through on their planner. And they, they do this thinking that, you know, that they're not doing a good job of getting the results they want in their life, right? Another example of this, is if you're trying to go to bed early, but every night you try, you find yourself up binge watching Netflix, Hulu, Peacock, whatever. And you might be thinking to yourself, like what I'm doing is wrong and bad. I shouldn't be staying up this late. I should be going to bed earlier in the morning. I always feel so tired and all day long, I feel so tired. And you'll be thinking like, I just need to stop doing this, but why can't I stop? Right. And if that worked, if just telling yourself to stop doing the behavior worked or beating yourself up saying, you know, oh, I'm such a horrible planner. I never follow through on doing the things I write down. Or, you know, I just, I never go to bed early. I just, I I can't help myself. I just always stay up late watching TV. I can't, I can't help myself. Right. When you say those things, it only makes you feel worse about yourself and then it perpetuates the need to want to watch more TV late at night to comfort yourself even more, to want to hide from your business and watch TV because you are avoiding looking at the things you wrote down in your planner or you may even just stop writing things down in your planner altogether because you might believe the story in your mind that you never follow through anyway. So then you find yourself buffering, avoiding negative emotion is what buffering means. You find yourself buffering, thinking like, oh, I'm not any good at this business. Maybe I don't have the right personality or whatever it is that you tell yourself, right? And so instead, what I want you to try just this week is telling yourself that it's totally fine that you're doing whatever it is that you're doing and you don't even need to change it. Now, some of you are like, wait a minute, this can't be good. This this isn't going to work. This is just going to allow me to make excuses further and longer, but we're not going to, we're not going to let it go that far. Trust me. Okay. Because once you do this over and over and over again, and you truly accept yourself just as you are right now, 
your brain is going to get really tired of this. And you're going to see that it's not actually what you want to be doing, right? So for example, if you're like, okay, I want to start going to bed earlier, or I want to start being better about following through on the things I say I'm going to do by writing it in my planner, right? And you start telling yourself, we don't even have to follow through on anything in our planner. We're just going to write it down and we're not even going to get going to get the entire list done. We're going to watch TV till 3 a.m. every single night and it's not even a problem, right? And what you'll find is that as you continue to do this and you give yourself permission to do it, it sort of becomes boring. Like, think about it. How often has someone told you you can't do something and then the only reason you want to do it is because you can't? Think back to your teenage self specifically. (laughs) I can think of many times, like our parents had TV time for us where we were only allowed to watch an hour of TV every single night and we had to pick it ahead of time. Now, this, of course, was before DVR. This was before TiVo. This is even before I had a television in my room that had a remote, like not a remote, but like a VCR that I could record on. We only had a VCR to record on that was downstairs in our living room, right? And so my parents, though, they said, you know, you can only watch an hour of TV. So of course, all I wanted to do was watch four and five hours of TV. So I would find ways to do it, even though if they had never set the rule or the restriction, I don't think I would have wanted to watch that much TV. So I'd go to my friend's house and we would watch TV. All I want to do when I went over to my friend's house was watch TV, of course, right? And so think about this when you're trying to change a habit of your own. If you're trying to be better about falling through on writing things down in your planner, or if you are trying to go to bed earlier, Instead of telling yourself that you shouldn't be staying up late, that you should be going to bed earlier, have awareness for what you're thinking. Realize that you're choosing to stay up late and also that you don't like being tired the next day, but you're totally supposed to be tired every day because it's totally fine that you're staying up late. And then what you'll start to notice over time, as long as you're doing it from a place of acceptance, because a lot of times people will say, well, that didn't work for me. And it just helped me to become more of an excuse maker. And then when I question them on it, they'll tell me things like, yeah. And the entire time I just kept thinking like, I shouldn't be doing this. Well, that's because the reason why it didn't work is because your thoughts were still, I shouldn't be doing this. It's when we accept ourselves and allow ourselves to be just who we are and love ourselves anyway, that we can get to a place of, oh, maybe I don't even want to do this. And the way that I like to get to that place through curiosity is I like to ask myself questions. Why do I want to stay up till 2 a.m. watching TV? Why do I want to not do the things I've written down in my planner? And then I just let my brain answer those questions, right? So I might be thinking something like, well, I don't want to do the things in my planner because it makes me feel insecure or because there's something on there where I don't know how I'm going to feel if I do it. And there's a chance I might feel some insecurity or I might have some fear or I might not feel confident. And I don't like feeling those negative emotions. So I'm just going to avoid doing it all together. 
And it's just so fascinating to notice why you're avoiding things so that then you can decide, well, like what's the worst thing that could happen if I just did that one thing in my planner that I've been avoiding all week? Well, I might feel a little bit insecure. And guess what? I'm just feeling insecure ahead of time by not doing it, (laughs) right? It's just so crazy how it works out this way. So tip number one, acceptance, awareness of self. Just let it be okay. Number two, if you're telling yourself you have to do something, give yourself permission that you don't even have to do it. Now, I'm not talking about not picking your kids up from school and leaving them to figure out how to get home. I'm not talking about that. Like there are things that you need to do every single day, right? Now you might not need to pick your kids up from school, but you need to find somebody to pick your kids up from school, right? Because they can't just sit at the school. They can't sleep at the school. The school will not be okay with that. But you don't have to make a home-cooked dinner every night. You could get Taco Bell. You could buy pre-cooked meals. There's lots of options. You could even tell your kids, There's cereal in the pantry and your brain's going to be like, no, that's not healthy. And that is just a thought, right? And we could find a lot of evidence to support it. But there's also people in the world who have nothing to eat where cereal would be one of the most healthy options that they could have on any given day. So the reason why I offer you these playful thoughts to think about is so that you can see that there's a million different ways to look at everything in your life. And when you give yourself permission to not have to do anything, what will happen is you will begin to want to do some of those things. And that is where you take all of your power back and you change all of the results in your life. I hope you have an amazing week. Bye guys. Who is your life coach? If you don't have one, I would be so honored to be your coach. I've created a virtual program called Beyond the Rank that I want to invite you to join me in. We can address challenges, we can work on goals, and we can do it in so many different ways. We have group coaching, individual private coaching, and hundreds of hours of online courses and content that I'm creating just for you. When you're ready to take what you're learning on the podcast to the 10X level, then come check out Beyond the Rank at emilygibsoncoaching.com.